Holy fuck! That was diabolical! Welcome to the Diabolical 7, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the boys on Amazon Prime Video, if that's what we're calling it. I'm your host Matthew, and this is for Season 3, Episode 4, called Glorious 5 Year Plan. We are officially halfway through the season already, uh, and in some very brief news, um, the boys has been renewed for Season 4. In other related news, water is also wet (laughs) but um yes uh, the boys has been renewed for season four uh no surprise this is a big smash hit for amazon prime and uh i wouldn't expect this show to have ended this season anyway so uh yeah renewed for season four but of course that's about as relevant as water being wet or blood being wet if you want to apply the logic to this show um good episode it's a good episode I didn't enjoy this as much as the first three episodes, but there wasn't anything I massively disliked. I just didn't quite feel that this episode had the oomph of the first three. Uh, And that's not just because of an exploding man inside another man's arsehole. (laughs) Which was an interesting part of obviously the first three episodes. Uh, This is a good episode. Um, I like some things that they're setting up I have a question we're halfway through this season and because when we got introduced to Soldier Boy first time which was in these first three episodes it was in a flashback we've now been fully introduced to him he's not suited up yet he's probably not in his quite right mind of state but we're already halfway through the season And we've just now had him getting set up. So my question is how much how much screen time because these episodes are basically an hour. So out of the next four hours, so episodes five, six, seven, and eight, how much screen time is Soldier Boy going to get? That's that's the question I'd like to know. Uh, in terms of that, the episode had some had some good stuff. Uh, let me just bring up the cast list um, so I can actually talk about the individual characters. Um, Homelander's making me laugh quite. Not Homelander, <laughs> definitely not Homelander. Uh, Billy Butcher is, but Billy's really making me laugh this season. It's some of the lines that he's got that are just making me just chuckle, like Billy. As a character, I would, I mean, I might have quite a crazy night if I did it, but Billy's a sort of character where I'd love to, like, go down the pub with him, you know? I mean, he's making some questionable choices about things, of course, Um, and kind of the state of the team of the boys and everything else, but he's really making me laugh this season, and I can't remember if he made me laugh in the previous seasons. I don't remember him making me laugh as much as, as he is now. And it's not his actions, but it's his personality and the way that, uh, obviously, Carl Urban is delivering some of the uh, Billy's lines. I'm just finding it really funny. And that's, like, almost the thing I'm enjoying the most of this season. Out of the kind of, like, humorous things that are going on. Um, and I will say that the, these, episodes, these four episodes so far have been pretty good at balancing, like, okay, Homelander's on screen, what is he going to do, this is intense. And then, like, we have our main hero team, and, like, Billy is lasering people. 
Um, but he's delivering these like quippy, funny sort of lines, and it's quite funny. I think the show this season so far is doing a good job of balancing the dramatic tension moments and the very funny moments so far. I- I'm quite enjoying that dynamic. Um, this is definitely better than season two so far. We're halfway through this season. I've probably already enjoyed these four episodes more than I did the whole season of season two. Um, and if I'm to move on to Billy, I mean, I'm just going to do a general sort of like scattered kind of talk. Then I'll get a bit more into characters and specifics. Um, I am very much appreciating not having look how weird Homelander is. And I spoke about this in my, of course, the one episode for the three, the, the one podcast for the three opening episodes. And I said... Okay, that's one of the things, to me, at least, they've improved upon, which is not having Homelander be weird for the sake of being weird. And I said, okay, that that's good so far, the opening three episodes, that's something I wanted them to do. That was something I mentioned in my preview podcast, and I said, look, just you got to cut it out, this kind of Homelander being weird. It's just not working for me anymore. Uh, four episodes in, he's still not doing it. So, that's good, I'm enjoying that aspect. And I would say the benefit that we get, because that's obviously like a that's a personal taste thing as to like, okay, what do I want out of this particular character in order to continue for me to enjoy that part of the show? The benefit I think that we're getting from that is instead of having Homelander for, for the fifth time in an episode drink milk in a weird way, right? We're getting him being very kind of on edge and unhinged and kind of very dangerous and I'm liking seeing that. Homelander's one of those villains to me where like you you know he needs to die eventually like we know he needs to die I'll be very surprised if if we get to the series finale so the final ever episode which is probably a few seasons away yet he's surely got to be dead by the end of the series like the actual series finale going to be a bit of time before we get there obviously he's very very powerful very very dangerous but i'm liking because that 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 is the part like like if you take homelander out of this show the stakes get reduced by about 90 percent so within the balance of what i talked about a minute ago of the whole like you know billy making me laugh and ham homelander making me kind of like nervous um, he is the part of that that's holding that together. Because to me at the moment, right, you've got Billy doing the stuff that I'm finding kind of funny. Sure, he's making questionable choices, but his lines and his personality, that's the funny stuff. The dramatic stakes and, like, what is Homelander going to do next, that's the dramatic part of the show. And I do really like how that's being balanced out this season. And, it, and it's much, much better than last season. Because again last season it was sort of like. Oh Homelander so cringy and weird look at him. And they're not doing that this season. And I it's it's giving also Homelander more screen time. Um, not that he not that he needs more screen time. It's balancing his screen time. Because instead of having it shared between like. Look how ruthless, ruthless he is. And look how weird he is. It's sort of like no look how ruthless he is. He's just ruthless now. Um, and he's delivering a few lines that are intended to be kind of like. He he thinks he's being funny, right? Um, like when he picks up the uh, tampons in the episode. And he's speaking to, I think it's uh, Natalie, I think it is. And he's like, oh, are we on the... I can't remember exactly what he said. You know, are we doing all right with that or whatever? And he's trying to be... 
this like weird version of funny. That's where you look at Homelander and you think, oh god, just like go away kind of thing. But in an entertaining way. Um, so what I'm saying is I'm liking the rebalancing of Homelander this season. Uh, again, he still needs to die, but we can't expect that to happen this season. So uh, we shall see. But I- I'm liking all of that kind of stuff. And again, it's it's kind of sad. It's dangerous. It is putting stakes into the show because you're not sure what he's going to do next. Because he's threatening to do a lot of things, right? Like with um, Annie, Starlight, at the end of the episode. He's threatening to do a lot of things. But um, it's okay. There's only so many of these things that you can do. Because Homelander is completely ready to explode. But he knows he needs to do it in a smart way. Because uh, he wants PR on his side, right? He wants the public on his side. He wants the public to look at him and think, oh, look at me and Annie, we're in love, and da 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 um, he's trying to play the public eye, right, um, and I'm, yeah, I- I'm liking the rebalancing of Homelander, um, this season, uh, in terms of other events, like I said, be interesting to see how Soldier Boy's screen time works out this season, uh, in terms of structure and pacing and stuff for the episode, because I guess I haven't touched upon that yet, I thought the interesting, uh, the episode was interestingly paced, um, yeah, it, it 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 was it was good in terms of pacing, not too you know, speeding past too many things, not too slow. Structure of the episode pretty good. Um didn't I didn't have any major problems with the structure of the episode. Uh screen time balance between the characters, which is part of the structure of the episode. I thought that was relatively good. Um Cause what's interesting about this episode as well and what it does with character screen time is you've got um, Frenchie and you've got um, oh gosh, what's her name? Uh, Kimiko. Uh, you got Frenchie and you've got Kimiko who are looking to be on the out, and you've also got um, MM as well, uh, and you've also got um, the Deep, and you've got A Train. To me, those four—is that four characters? Those sets of characters. Uh, I think there's five characters. Are very much in a position where like A-Train a train and the Deep are trying to work their way back into the Seven. They are it back in the Seven but they're trying to like impress Homelander almost. Although A-Train isn't. A-Train is trying to like do his own thing at the moment. Um, whereas the Deep is trying to impress Homelander. Um, you've got MM who's kind of dealing with his own stuff and everything. And then you've got... Um, Frenchie and Kimiko who are kind of wanting to to get out of this thing. And what I found interesting about those specific characters, especially with Frenchie and Kimiko, is they're not still... They're still not... As much as I... Because I do really like Kimiko as a character. I I really, really like her. But she isn't kind of like... Because the main two characters of the actual series is Billy and Homelander, right? That's the main rivalry of the show. And then you've kind of got Huey, then probably Starlight, and then kind of everybody else. Um, they are being treated as... The, the characters I just mentioned, they're kind of being treated as side characters. But side characters that you care about. I think that's kind of the best way to put it. Because I don't see them as big as characters as like Billy but um, Billy and Homelander and Huey and Starlight and all those kind of characters. But I still care about what's going on with them. 
and they're getting ever so slightly less screen time, but it's just enough to kind of tell that t- tell the story for the episode, like make that progress with the episode with those characters. So I I liked what they did with those characters in this episode. You sort of got what you needed to from those characters in this episode. Um, by the way, I think Kimiko will be fine. I don't think she's going to die. Um, curious to see what's going on with the whole like she can't heal kind of thing. Um, I forgot that that was a thing. Or maybe I didn't forget that was a thing. When she got shot in the head, I was like, oh, okay, this seems a bit, like, odd. And then she healed herself straight away. Because I either forgot that she could heal herself, or I knew that, but I didn't remember the extent. Because shooting someone in the head's a pretty big deal, so... Does she have to be, like, decapitated to be killed? Because you can't really, like, heal that. Because that's your head that's gone. Um, but anyway, I like the progress that's made with them in the episode. It'll be interesting to see. Um, because with Frenchie, Kimiko, and MM, MM kind of says to Billy of like, no, nah, this is like, we're, we're, this is done. Like, this, this team is, is, is over. So I'm curious to see where all that, where all that kind of goes next episode. Cause that was like, uh, just sort of set up. So, um, anyway. Uh, I think it's time for a break. Let's take a quick little break. We'll tell you what else is going on with Entertainment Talk. And then we'll get into more chat and more character specific stuff. So uh, see you for all that in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend. But it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, I did a podcast yesterday for the World of the Last of Us talking about uh, just a bit of a news roundup from uh, Summer Games Fest. Uh, We got our trailer 
and release date for The Last of Us 1 Remake. We got a new image for the TV show, which is just absolutely perfect. We got some more information on factions and some other little teases as well from uh, Neil Druckmann. So I talked all about that, a new theory I've got on the TV show. I uh, talked about um, the, the conversation around the fact that there is a Last of Us 1 remake and how it looks and everything like that. So talked all about that, but that's a bit of a just a bit of a news roundup kind of update for the world of Last of Us. Uh, and given what Neil Druckmann kind of teased, we should have a trailer hopefully some point soon for the Last of Us TV show, which is on HBO. Because um, he said that uh, filming as of today, so June 10th, um, has wrapped up filming today because craig mason is sorting that out but anyway that's that's uh <clears throat> an update podcast for the world of the last of us obviously covering the tv show and game side of things uh over on the video game review side of things i decided to do a second kind of review uh, now that i've actually finished the game for guardians of the galaxy this is the ideas montreal video game not to be confused with the telltale one I gave it a don't skip rating i very much enjoyed my time with it it's one that you well shouldn't skip hence the don't skip rating um and uh, i had a good time with it yeah still had my issues with it but um a very good game i will say and i really enjoyed talking about that so that was good uh, over on the gaming talk podcast last week we talked about uh, resident evil 4 also getting a remake as well that will be coming out next year in march uh, some rumors and discussion and stuff around crash bandicoot there's supposed to be a new game in development and we also talked about the reveal of uh, horizon i think it's called the mountain the horizon vr game that was shown off for uh, the upcoming playstation vr 2 unit so we talked all about that uh, over on the TV season review side of things, I reviewed the volume 1 of season 4, which is the first 7 episodes of season 4 of Stranger Things. I did a spoiler split, spoiler free review. Uh, gave that a must see rating, incredible season of television, well so far it's still got 2 episodes left. But a really really great, I suppose, volume of uh, a season of TV, so I really really enjoyed that. And of course it's got that particular song going around, I recommend that you give that a listen as well. Um so that's all that stuff I did another TV season review this is for the first season of uh, Shining Girls as well I gave it a must see rating that's Elizabeth Moss returning to television uh, although she's still in the Hammy's ha- Tale uh, that was on Apple TV Plus that's called Shining Girls that's supposed to be a limited series it does end in a way that it could be a limited series but I gave that a must see watch and that's another brilliant show from Apple TV Plus. Uh, Westworld's coming back at the end of the month for its full season, so me and David did a preview podcast for the upcoming full season of the HBO TV show called Westworld, so that's the season four preview. Uh, of course, we've got my f- coverage for the first three episodes of The Boys, so if you want something to listen to in between now and the next episode, I guess you can go and listen to my uh, triple episode coverage of the season opener. Uh, I did a podcast then called uh, a Why You Shouldn't Watch uh, podcast. Uh, basically, the idea that I came up with here is I've been doing a couple of podcasts recently called Why You Should Watch. The idea of those episodes is to take a spoiler-free look at a TV show, talk about why you should watch the show, hence why that's called that's why that's called it. Uh, tell you you know what the show's about, who's in it, where you can go and watch it, all that kind of stuff. Talking about the individual qualities of the show and you know what it's kind of good at doing and everything. So I decided to twist that format around, still do the same thing, but this episode's called Why You Shouldn't Watch, and it's for Inside Number Nine. Inside Number Nine, if you do want to go and watch it, it's on BBC. Uh, It's been seven seasons already. I just think the show's had a bit of a downfall in the last couple of seasons. So I talked about why you shouldn't watch Inside Number 9. Of course, if you do want to go and watch it or watch anything, play any game, whatever, 
It's completely up to you. These are just recommendation type of reviews. So you can check that one out. Uh, me and Grey or Grey returned to uh, Entertainment Talk to talk with me about Heartstopper Season 1. That's another must-see uh, TV season review for the first season. That's been renewed for another two seasons on Netflix. Uh, again, spoiler-free, spoiler-split on that one. But Grey, uh, join me for a uh, good old-themed um, LGBTQ uh, Pride Month kind of episode review for an LGBTQ show. It's called Heartstopper. Season 1 is available on Netflix, and we re- definitely recommend that you go and watch that one. Anyway, that's everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Uh, let's continue the conversation here. Um, <clears throat> so one question I had, what is the character's name? Um, what is her name? What is her name? It is the woman, uh, not Ashley, Victoria. What did she inject her daughter with? Because I don't know if I missed that information or if I'm not supposed to know. But she was... Because you cut to that scene, right, with Victoria. She in she then is having a conversation with her daughter. This is after Edgar, or Stan Edgar, uh, Jean-Claude Esposito's character, has been kind of like... Semi-arrested? I'm not quite sure what actually happened there. Um, he got sort of like arrested and then sort of let out on bail, I suppose, or whatever. But... Um, because he was in the Vought Tower later on with Homelander. She then is at home with her daughter. And she says to her daughter like. Hey I was in the same position as you. Or something like that. And then gets her to lay down on her front. And she injects her in the back with something. Now there's a very very quick camera shot. Of the daughter's back kind of closing in on, in on itself. That's what it looked like for for a split second. For like one second maybe you can see it happening. And she's in a lot of pain and a lot of discomfort. And Victoria saying to her daughter like, don't worry, it's going to be okay. Um, Now when we've seen Billy, uh, I think three times now in these opening four episodes, inject himself with the um, VA thing, whatever it is that's giving him temporary powers. That is green. She injects her daughter with... I think it's a blue colour of something. But I don't think it's the same... Um... Thing. I think this, I think this is supposed to be something different. Um... So... Either I missed why she did that... Or we don't know. Again, we'll see the effects, I, I presume, next episode. But I was a bit confused by that scene as to what what she's injecting in her daughter and why. And why her daughter's in so much discomfort. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I couldn't work that one out. I, I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a little bit lost there, admittedly. But we'll see how that all kind of plays out in the future. Of course, she's playing um, against uh, Stan Edgar. Um, it's interesting with, like, especially in the U.S., with arrests and things because she um uh throws him under the bus right and says about all the blackmail and stuff like that and then he says to her like why did you do it and then she said uh, victoria says um oh i had to protect myself and homelander sees her later he picks up some paperwork and he says oh stan was about to do the same thing to you Again, uh, just I guess from Victoria's whole story this episode, I'm left with a bit of confusion as to what's kind of going on there. Because he doesn't get, like, 
jail arrested he's in Vought Tower just like free and able to do what he wants so was he let out on bail I'm a bit I'm a bit lost as to what sort of actually happened there so um so we'll see uh what else do I have to talk about this episode um Ashley's having sex with a guy with a strap on that's interesting <laughs> so there's that that's happening I, I don't have anything else I'm just scrolling through characters and remembering what happened in, in this episode uh, Black Noir not in this episode at all um, apart from a dildo <laughs> uh, I've, I've got to talk about that next I suppose as well um, so Kimiko goes into this building she's all really nicely dressed up looks really nice and uh, is in heels and stuff and everything and uh, this big guy is in there and um she says to this woman, like, hey, get on your knees. He's got a starlight vibrator, I think. Because um, I think they, they were a mixture of dildos and vibrators, I I, I think. Because one of them definitely a vibrator. Because the starlight-themed one gets thrown into a guy's neck and it starts vibrating afterwards. So, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I'm interested to see... Because, like, here's something I'm beginning to appreciate a bit more with the show. Well, maybe not appreciate. I don't know how quite how to phrase it. But something I... Yeah, I guess I'm going to go with appreciating. What I'm beginning to appreciate with the show, and this depends how this goes in the next couple of episodes, this show does have a way of just like, hey, we're going to explode another person. And you're like, cool, you've done that 50 times. It's still kind of cool and kind of like, whoa, okay. But like, hey, we're going to have someone else put up their hands and do a power and someone's going to get blown to pieces, right? Okay, we've seen that a million times in this show. It's not it, it it still is gory, but it's not a surprise or it's and it's not a shock. You could you can do it as a bit of a jump scare, but it's not a surprise or a shock. Now, when you have two different things um cuz so far in 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 this season, we've had the guy climbing inside the other guy's asshole and then he sneezes, makes himself bigger and he of course explodes the other guy. That was one interesting way to do things. The second one is this episode with Kimiko. And she goes behind this guy. Um, who tell, he tells his other woman to get on the, on her knees and whatever. And this again wasn't shocked. Wasn't surprised. Wasn't like oh my god it's so gory. Because this is, this is the boys and you should be used to this by now. We're three seasons in. Or two and a half. But it was like a. What I'm, what, I'm kind, what I kind of appreciated about that is the mini jump scare that I got of like the camera shot, like looking at his head, and then just you know the 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 um, dildo gets kind of like shoved through his eye or whatever it was, the dildo or the vibrator, whatever one it was, um, and yeah, kind of a cool like I, I if the show can continue to come up with ways of being creatively violent, like a dildo through someone's eye through the back of their head or someone being inside another person's body and sneezing Ant-Man style and, you know, exploding them. I appreciate that creativity so much more than just, hey, somebody else blew up again, you know? Um, I still don't mind somebody like, hey, because it could be for plot reasons or for other reasons, right? Um, because you had, like, um, what's her name? Laurie Holden's... Uh, character she's not listed here at the moment I don't think she is anyway uh no she's not listed here at the moment whoops um you had her last week right she had to 
she decided to explode somebody who was kind of on the run. That was done for a specific reason. That wasn't just another kind of like, oh, look, somebody's exploded again. But if they can continue to come up with, like, creative ways of blowing people up or, like, being creatively violent, I'll start to appreciate that a bit more. Of Like, oh, you're coming up with different ideas, at least, as to how you can be violent. Instead of just like, hey, we exploded somebody again. It's like, cool, you you showed me that last week. (laughs) It's a bit like that meme on the internet. Um... Of somebody showing something in a school presentation. And the meme is like. Hey yeah you showed us that last week. It's, that's what the exploding thing starting to become. But um, yeah I appreciate the creativity. Is what I'm kind of saying. And again you, you, you're never going to shock being like. Oh my god that was so violent. I'm way past that right now. Um, but yeah creativity with different ideas. I appreciate that. That was cool. And the fight scene itself with Kimiko. Um, was also very very good. Uh, so I appreciated that. Uh, who else should we talk about here? Um, what's his name? A train. <laughs> I um, because I was admittedly in a in a small bit more of a rush last week. Not to rush the, rush the episodes, but for for the podcast because it was very late. I paid a lot. I was able to pay a bit more attention to A Train's suit. Yeah, that's awful. That's 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 bad. That's a, that's a very very bad suit. I, I don't know what the pattern is supposed to be on that suit. It's it's almost like because I you know obviously I watch football. I've seen many many different teams play football, and when I was looking at a train suit again, this is supposed to be part of this whole rebranding thing. And if you're gonna give me if you're gonna give me something from a character that last season I thought was like I have no interest at all, I can at least analyze and appreciate this from a sort of like. A take interest perspective right um and again a train and the deep i think so far this season because they're two characters last season i kind of thought like i'm kind of done with you i don't really care about you anymore um this season they've been a bit more interesting a bit more redeemed and specifically with a train and his whole like rebranding thing with his suit um i looked at that suit um because there's a scene with natalie i think that he's in and all I could think about, first of all, um, was other football kits. Because he's got, like, a full costume, you know. Um, it's not just a t-shirt, it's, like, a full costume. And all I could think about was, like, does this look worse than certain football kits I've seen? And I've seen some truly horrendous football kits. Some really, really bad ones. And next season, May and I are playing in yellow for their third kit. So, I- I- I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Bloody yellow. Why would any why would any kit designer go like, oh you know what colour we should use? Yellow. Like the worst colour possible. Green green and yellow are like the worst colours. Um The interesting thing is that on the IMDB thing that the page that I'm on at the moment, it's got his season two suit, which has got the white padding and the yellow sort of like background. Uh, sorry, blue. Um see yellow's on a bloody mind now. Um it's got the the white padding the white sort of see-through-ish sort of padding and the blue suit that looks so much better <laughs> I, I it is a problem when you're designing right and i know this is kind of a small thing but it's kind of what i latched onto for a train uh, apart from the advert which i'll talk about in a minute <laughs> but I, I i was looking at it and it was like okay what is this pattern supposed to sort of be uh, and I know it was sort of briefly mentioned last week's episode but it was mentioned in terms of like no this looks pretty bad um, 
yeah, I don't get what that's supposed to be. It reminds me of certain football kits I've seen, certain tops specifically with football, where it's just like patches of colours. It, it It's as if you sort of like got a bunch of sherbet and not not with this uh not with a train's um costume but with certain football kits there's certain football kits i've looked at and i'm like okay it's as if you sort of like threw threw this into a pile of sherbet and flour and sort of like whatever else (laughs) because it just mixtures of random colors this isn't quite sort of like that bad or that convoluted but it is a bit of a mess. Um, I'm interested to see where that goes and where A-Train goes, obviously, this season as well. Because there's, like, this zebra kind of patch in the middle. And I'm like, what, 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 what is, what, what, what is that? <laughs> you know? So, um, anyway, I, I, I'm interested. At, at least, he's at least interesting because he got a different suit to look at. So, there's that. Um... The uh, parade advert thing as well that he's doing, I found that pretty interesting. So I'm I'm at least enjoying A Train's content a bit more this season, and he's going for this like diversity type of thing, which is cool. Um, obviously, it's the boys, so that's not going to be handled in a like sensitive, professional way because this is the boys, and the design of the boys is to take the piss out of things like that. Um, if you saw, because I didn't mention it last week's episode, but that carnival thing. With the whole like um, Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ thing, um, the the boys is kind of the one show where you could look at and it, it it's kind of the one show you could look at and you could think like okay, you're trying to take the piss slightly out of like the Black Lives Matter campaigns and. Um, like pride stuff, LGBTQ stuff, right? But it does it in a sla- in a deliberate slapstick comedic way, where I mean, somebody on the internet might be angry about it, right? But um, but it's it's handled in a sort of like okay, we're very clearly and deliberately going to in a slapstick way take the piss out of that stuff but not like overdo it or or anything but because of the manner of the show of the boys uh the show the show the boys um i don't think unless there's something really really deliberate that they did in a more serious tone um the the, the, the boys have just got a very specific tonal way of dealing with that where um you can kind of like not really laugh at it, but sort of like, okay, you're doing a slapstick comedy thing about it, and and it, it's not offensive necessarily. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, if um, because I'm a uh, white bisexual guy, right? If the show was to introduce a character, and they had the whole Maeve bisexual thing last season, and I wasn't sure how to feel about it because I didn't think the quality of the season was as good. If the show were to introduce a bisexual character, right? Um, let's just say because more targeted at my side, of, my side of the LGBTQ stuff. If the show were going to try to do that, right? Um, and like Homelander takes the piss out of someone, like you wouldn't get annoyed, offended at something that Homelander said because of the manner of the character that Homelander is. Like Homelander is going to go after anybody it doesn't matter like your your background or or who you are because he's just after power right um and he did didn't he? he he went after 
Queen Maeve last season and kind of publicly outed her when she wasn't sort of ready to or whatever. But And I wasn't quite sure how to feel about it at the time. But now, um, coming back to the show and everything, it's sort of like, if Homelander did that again, I'd be more sort of prepared for it and stuff. Um, but what I'm saying is I wouldn't get sort of offended at that. Again, it depends what they're specifically going for in the context and the writing and everything. But it's that more slapstick comedy approach. Um, so it, it'd be interesting to see how they can, how the show will handle that kind of going forward, I suppose as well. So we shall see, because they they could get they could get it wrong, they certainly could, um, but we shall see how that goes. Um, but A Train is at least doing things that are interesting in me more this season, because I I I literally specifically said last season with A Train and the Deep that if they went off screen and never came back at some point last season, I A wouldn't notice and B wouldn't care. But now if like the deep, uh, sorry, A-Train went off screen, you'd be like, okay, where's his advertising campaign thing kind of gone, right? It, it's more, it, it's it's just better content, I think. It's it's at least more interesting to me, so it's something for me to kind of grab onto. Um, and with A-Train, with him trying to kind of like be um, all goody-goody kind of with Homelander is interesting as well. The reason that's kind of interesting is the deep, knows because you saw with the scene where like they got annoyed where where a train and the deep got annoyed with each other right and um a train kind of gets himself a bit knocked down and homelander's like oh you're kind of pathetic or whatever again he'll he'll say that to anybody right uh because he's homelander and he doesn't give a shit (laughs) um but then like the deep walks off and he gives him like a like a little uh tease or taunts him or whatever um, but that's so that he can, he wants to be in good with Homelander, right? Um, but also, like, with this whole octopus thing, like, or whatever it was last week, him swallowing that and everything, the Deep also knows deep down that kind of, okay, at any moment, Homelander might say something and completely screw me over. So, but I, I'm interested to see how both those parts go anyway this season. I'm at least more interested in the characters so far, so... That's good. Um, what else should we talk about? Um, is there anything to say about Huey this week? Um, I suppose there's the power stuff to talk about. There's two other things I want to talk about pretty much. Um, so Billy and Huey and the powers and everything going on like that. Obviously Huey kind of jumped out of his... Teleported out of his clothes, I think it was. And stuck his hand through a guard. Um... That was kind of interesting. I, I I enjoyed that. Uh, what was interesting as well is when Kimiko was kind of bleeding out in the back of the van. Uh, Huey's just kind of like in a world of his own, looking out the window. So I wonder what's going on there. I, I'm interested to see um, what's going on with that. Again, a bit more setup stuff, but but I, I I liked that. I thought that was at least interesting. Sorry, I just banged the mic. Apologies for that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just interesting that like Billy's doing the, taking these drugs for the powers and stuff, and Huey's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And he decides to take it himself. And we didn't know what like off screen, we didn't know either, right? It's a surprise to both Billy and the audience. Uh, so that was pretty good. I'm interested to see the the dynamic that's going on there and how that goes going forward. 
Um, and the last thing to talk about as well, I suppose I will, I'll, I'll end this here talking about the last scene. Um, Homelander and Annie. Um, I think that guy's name's Barry, was it? The the Speedy Sonic person? I can't remember the guy. I think it was, I think the guy's name was Barry, the, the Annie's um, friend. Yeah. Uh, boy, you just... When you see things like that at the end of the episode... Because Homelander is such an interesting character. Because he knows everybody's gunning for him, right? But he knows, A, that he can't go for them too much because PR stuff. And B, he knows that, okay, he's very, very, very powerful. And... He knows that he sort of can't really be stopped very easily. And him kind of just taunting Annie. And she's crying at the end of the episode. And kind of like the the, the power thing there. Because it's all a big like power play to Homelander isn't it? The whole co-captain thing that obviously you know clearly pissed him off and everything. Um, is very interesting as well this season. But when it's, when it, when you're going from a scene... That is, um, oh, you know, I can like fly you in the sky. Look, that would look really good for us too, because we're a fake couple, right? And it's such a sort of like cheery, smiley, PR friendly. Look at me, I'm nice Homelander, and I, I, I'm, I'm in love with with Starlight, right? And then he flies up to this roof, and you just. You have like two. Di- that's the two different sides and the two the two different stories to Homelander is on the ground, you know, in front of the cameras, fake in love with Starlight. Even in that moment, she's like, "Oh, I don't know, the car's right there and everything." Uh, the car to obviously pick them up, and he's like, "Oh, it looked good." And he'll do- he just kind of talked her into it anyway, right? Um, and she doesn't want too much of a sort of like to sort of happen but like if she's if she starts walking away from homelander and he sort of pulls her by the arm or something um she doesn't want that to happen but then literally he flies her away from a moment that's so like fakes it's all fake smiles right power control fake smiles fake pr all, all this kind of stuff right he flies her away onto literally the murder crime scene dark roof of this building. And. It's like. Oh look at the. Because. I, I think he says to her. Something like. Oh look at the view. And. I thought he was. Actually going to be like. Oh look at this view. It's. um You're going to look off. Off of the roof. Because usually if. You're on a roof like that. Or whatever. And you're looking at a view. Usually you're looking away from the building. Towards something else. Um. But no. He's like. Turn around. Look at your friend over there. And he's been like. Completely butchered. Uh, like his legs been ripped off, and God knows what Homelander did to him. I think he like ripped his face off or something, uh, or probably laid his, lasered his face off. Um, and again, it's just more it's just more power con- power play control by Homelander, and I'm really curious to see where all this goes. And especially the uh, this is the last last thing I want to touch upon uh, that linking into uh, this conversation between Annie and Queen Maeve. So. Annie has been talking to Billy, who has been talking to, well, Huey, 
there's they've all kind of been talking to each other, right? And the Queen Maeve and everything about this weapon that can kill Homelander. Is that the series finale endgame? Because uh, I have a few questions, right, about like... Okay, season three. Halfway through season three. I don't know how many comic books there is or... How long the comic book run goes on for, I have no idea. Um, It might be another two books, four books, ten books. I, I genuinely don't, I don't know. I don't know if The Boys is even still going as a comic book. I have no idea whatsoever. If anybody's read the comic books or anything, please write in and, and let me know because I'm very curious. Because um, like when I've been watching The Walking Dead and I read those comic books, I've been able to judge like, oh, you can do this by this episode and all this kind of stuff. Uh, plus, I don't know in here what's, like, original TV stuff, what's been changed, and what is, like, completely original story. I, I don't know that either, so that's interesting to me. Um, so you, you're you having conversations in this episode, the halfway point of your third season. The show's been renewed for a fourth season, probably another eight episodes. Are you going to have five seasons? Six? Seven? Eight? I don't imagine you get... I, I would imagine the show is going to last between five to eight seasons. I don't imagine any... I don't imagine any less than five seasons. And I can't imagine any more than eight. Because I can't, I can't actually imagine the boys lasting for eight seasons. Um, And again, some of you might be thinking like... Oh, I've read the book. It will probably end next season. Or, or I don't know, whatever. right? Or, or fifth season... I think five seasons would be a pretty good length for this, if I was to actually t- to judge. I think five seasons is a pretty good length for most shows, uh, like your Breaking Bads, that sort of stuff. So you're having conversations already at this point in the um, season, in the series, about how do we get hold of this weapon that can kill Homelander, right? How is the progress going to go for that? How are those next conversations going to go for that? Where is this thing? How how easy can the characters get access to it? Um, interested to see how all that goes because I have no idea. By the way, very very last point. Um, so there's a mini little montage of Queen Maeve training. I quite enjoyed seeing that actually because she's she's very much sort of Wonder Woman esque because Wonder Woman is one of the best characters just ever. I just want to see more of it. I want to see both Queen Maeve more on screen and her doing Wonder Woman type things. I don't expect like a Lasso of Truth type scene because I don't think she's got a Lasso of Truth. Um, But she's got like the bracelets and the sword and all that kind of... She's very much Wonder Woman-esque, isn't she? And I find that very, very cool. And I want to see more of that. And she does say to... um, I almost said Erin. Erin's the name of the actress. Uh, she says to Annie Starlight in this episode, like, oh, I've been training. Good. I, I, I'm glad to hear about that. I'd like to see more of that on screen. Um, but, yeah. Interested to see that. I want to know when that's going to kind of be. And just, you know, feel free to show me as much of that as you want. Because I'm very interested to see her be... More of that, because in terms of the in terms of the seven, the diabolical seven or whatever, the um, you know, the, the soups and everything. I think Black Noir still and Maeve have been the most underserved characters in terms of screen time. Um, Soldier Boy is a brand new character anyway, at least for the show, so it's a bit more early days for him yet, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, that's my thoughts on the uh, fourth episode. Like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought it set up some more good stuff. I enjoyed 
um, the content for some of the sort of lesser characters in the show. Um, I really enjoy, I'm enjoying the changes to Homelander and the um, slight changes in the character and, you know, showing what they're showing there. I'm really finding Billy quite funny <laughs> this season as well. Uh, really good stuff. So, uh, again, great balance with all that. Really enjoying the season so far. The, these four episodes so far are so much better than what season two had to offer. If I was to rank the seasons so far, I'd probably go three very closely followed by one and then two. But we'll have to see how these other four episodes play out. But anyway, enjoying the season so far. Uh, very curious to see where things go. Uh, but what do you think? Are you enjoying the show as much as I am at the moment? Are you enjoying it more than I am? Um, are you disliking certain things? What do you think of like screen time management with the characters? What do you think of certain changes? Um, have you read the books? If you have, uh, of course, no spoilers, please. But um, you know, let me know about uh, how this is kind of comparing uh, with the book and how long you think the show might last. All that kind of stuff. Uh, of course, renewed for season four. No surprise there. I'm surprised it didn't happen before season three aired. Honestly, but hey, it's all done now. So there we go. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. And if you know a bit more about what's going on with Stan Edgar and what Victoria, I think it's Victoria, um, injected into her daughter, um, did I miss something there? If so, please let me know and I'll be interested to see more from that. Anyway, if you'd like to write in with those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, or whatever you've got, uh, you can send those in to MatthewEdEntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. There's a contact page, contact page, sorry, and information in your show notes. There's also an email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name. So choose one of those options to write in and please feel free to do so. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we're doing on entertainmenttalk.org. TV, games, films, May Night podcast. Take a look at what you'd like to over there. You can also find... Uh, us on your favourite podcast platform by searching for our name which is Entertainment Talk uh, so check out what we've got going on over there you can also you can also tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it either by letting them know or excuse me by using social media so please consider doing that as well you can also support us through Patreon $1, $3 level tiers uh, for the ad free, ad free podcast review options take a look at that as well if you'd like to uh, for your TV and your film news, lots of air dates renewals, casting information trailers for things all that kind of stuff uh, check out geektown.co.uk and geektown radio that's run by David, uh, that's for your TV and your film news, geektown radio episodes are out on Tuesdays, look out for those uh, if you want to follow some uh, fun Twitch streams you can go and follow Bex over on Twitch Trista B-Y-T-E-S, go and give her a follow over there and see what she's up to. Uh, you can also um, follow me on Twitch as well, the Talk UK. And if you miss any of my game streams or the FIFA career mode episodes or the game clips, I think it's all up to date on YouTube and archived. Uh, so you can check those episodes out or all those content out as well over on YouTube, which is Entertainment Talk Plays. Thank you very much for listening and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.